What are you talking about? It's as safe as me, Mary. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going shit. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Insanity and madness indeed episode number 57 of Planet Rage has got to be a spooktacular because it's Halloween. Uh, Heinz 57. Does anybody get that but me? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. It's John okay. Kerry's oh. family. Well, that's right. He is... Uh... He is hooked up with them, isn't he? Yes, True. the Heinz, yeah. the Heinz people, the Heinz fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, my nephew works within the uh, the bounds of their empire. Yeah, for craft and uh, interesting stuff goes on at those companies. Well, for a number of years, Heinz was run by the CEO is a guy named Tony Heinz. No relation. So imagine him. I've answered the phone. Mr. Heinz office, Heinz Incorporated. <laughs> you seem a lot more important if your name's on the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I would take it. As long as it, if it comes with a very big check that works well, that out. always helps. Speaking of big checks on Halloween, I read that uh, Elon, Elon or Elon, whatever, Mr. Musk <laughs> has uh, by private multiple fleet of jets flown his best buddies over to Dracula's castle for a party. Imagine that. That is having more than enough money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than enough cash. And he is the ultimate troll, I think. Because when you have the cash, you can be the ultimate troll. Yeah. Michael Jordan was the ultimate trash talker. Now he has more money than God. So you can also be the ultimate troll. I know we had talked before that he owns a NASCAR team, co-owns. And yeah. that was one of the co-owners of the Bubba Wallace team. Who allegedly have, had given bigger uh, a bigger penalty to Bubba even internally than NASCAR gave him to, but I never had heard the story of how it came to be that he and Denny Hamlin, a NASCAR driver, got together to buy this team. I guess they were golfing buddies, mm. and some random journalist who needed to put something out, I guess, totally bullshit, came up with a story that, oh, yeah, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan are going to be buying a NASCAR team together. And it was there was absolutely no truth to it whatsoever, but they were golfing buddies. Denny Hamlin saw the article. He sent it over to Michael Jordan, who responded with, ha ha, fake news. But let me know if you want to make it real. And I was thinking to Michael Jordan, buying a NASCAR team is like you and I going through the grocery checkout and saying like, wow, there's a pack of gum I might like. I hope that guy got some kind of a slice or bonus for for you know coming up with that idea. Uh-huh. More than just a thank you or is or just isn't that funny? Come on. It's fantastic. Did he? Like I don't maybe, I don't know. He should. A, like that was his idea. He's like, "Oh yeah, they're going to do this." And they're like, "Well, if you want." Yeah. Michael Jordan's got the money. Not like you be like, "Well, why not? Let's own a team. It'll be fun." How much does Jordan have? 
he's in the billions. Yeah, but how many? I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. But I, don't, I mean, these guys, they bullshit. I read that uh, Yi or saw, heard him. I think I heard him say that he was worth 11 billion. I thought, holy shit. And he, that's uh He had wow. a lot of and big it, contracts, but. They yeah, but won. then he says, but then, you know, after the shit hit the fan, he, he said he lost two billion. And then Forbes said now he was down to 400, 400 million. 400 million is a long fucking way yeah. from, from 11 billion. Yes, it you is. You know, what? How do, how do you hemorrhage that much that fast? I, I, I can't quite get that. I don't know. I think Michael Jordan's deals are way more lucrative than uh, Kanye's were. That's ye. 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 And I wonder, uh, he's a very, uh, you know, religious guy, it seems. I've just, and it occurred to me reading that last week that maybe it's like he decided to chop his name to that because it's kind of biblical. Ye, you know, hear ye, 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 come all ye faithful. Is that, do you think that's what's behind that? I don't think he has any problem with ego, so it's possible. Yeah. I think I'll call myself thou. <laughs> How's that sound? Hey, whatever works. Thou. Whatever <laughs> works in uh, chicago this weekend speaking of kanye yeah 35 shot five killed but i think you kind of have to include today because all the little kitties will be out getting their fentanyl and uh there'll probably be some shootings going on today oh yeah yeah and it's a nice day here it's a nice warm day but i'm a i'm a curmudgeon i put the little sign on the door well it's because it's like between three and seven is yeah. trick-or-treat hours and it's like that's not convenient so what's the sign say no halloween the, the city offers them up they used to put them in the you know the free newspaper that comes but now they just give them away at village hall where my wife works so it's nice and easy and she said a lot of people have been picking them up and i can understand why beyond the fact that i hate people who don't want to answer the door which that's a First and foremost, <laughs> but the bags of candy this year, thanks to Uncle Joey, like the bite-sized things of whatever the Twix, the uh, whatever brand that Very would expensive. be, yeah, like thirty-five bucks or yeah. like a hundred pieces or something, and it's like, well, that's yeah. gonna last like twenty minutes. Like, let parents go out and buy their own kids the own candy, and I know there that seems like a maybe, yes. But I'm on the same page with you. <laughs> it's like, this is it. It's like, and it's a, you know, it's, it's one, it's a different world. It's not like it's the little kids going out and showing off their costumes anymore. It's like, I would be afraid for children to go to homes where they don't specifically know the people because you don't know what kind of stuff's going on in today's day mean? and age. You mean like go into the homes or just, I mean, just even bell? getting candy from them with, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, if it's a trust, if, if you know the people, that's fine. And you want to go show the neighbors that, you know, your costume and they've got some candy. That's fine. But, you know, the weird guy down the street, nobody talks to. I don't know if I'm taking Skittles from him. And uh, in the in the yeah. era where you've got fentanyl looking like candy, it's uh, it's way easier to just go buy your own candy. So still, I still don't know what the sign in your window says. What's the text on it? It says no is the, in the big letters and it's like an orange background so you can see it from the street well, this I, is like fallout shelter font or something I, that's like a spooky <laughs> font too it's not even like just oh a, okay it is kind of like uh stylized and i think it just says under that in smaller letters tricks or treats 
happy Halloween. But it's just so the kids know you can see it from the street. You don't even have to right. walk up to the door and try knocking right. or ringing the bell. Right. And so it's the Halloween version of uh, Passover. It's blood on the door. Yeah. Don't bother knocking. Don't here. stop here. <laughs> Move along, kiddies. Move along. Okay. I mean, I know people got very creative under COVID and, you know, would have like a big slide from the uh, upper level of the home that, you know, would really, then, yes. Which like I a was demolition slide? No shit. Here's of, your yeah. candy down the chute, huh? Yeah, and I think that was kind of fun, you know, for a while. Yeah. Use a little, you know, baby monitor or something so you could talk to the people as they're coming in, like, ooh. But still, I don't know. Wow. It's a, don't know. It's a, it was a different time when we were growing up, just being out and uh, causing mischief. And I don't mean violence and I don't mean damaging people's property, just screwing around. Yeah. Well, that's, isn't that like a Midwest thing? Because I nobody in New York ever used the word mischief night, which I, I understand like was birthed in Detroit, I think. I'm not sure if that's correct. But is that is that like a Chicago Midwest Detroit thing, mischief night? Because, you know, I think it, and I think it was Detroit where that radiated from. OK, but in Detroit, mischief night and net net, I'm sure who is every in night. the troll room and he's he's from Motor City. That's like burning cars and turning them over. And it's not uh, when they have mischief. He's saying no. When they have mischief in Detroit, it's a whole new level. Yeah. Oh, Detroit calls it Devil's Night. Devil's Night. Well, Ned Ned might like this when I was a, uh, you know, a Tyro level suit. One of my first business trips, I had to go to Detroit. And uh, another guy at the office, I said, I've never been to Detroit before. What's it like? And without, without taking a breath, he goes, it's back to back Newarks. <laughs> that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a way to say you're not going to have a good time. Something like that, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate the people that do give candy. I tried it once. I mean, it was funny because the one year we may have mentioned this in one of the last shows, one of the, only times I ever decided to buy the candy and do it, it turned it out like it was like 20 degrees and sleeting and mm. three times the doorbell rang. And the third time was like, I'm just going to empty this into your bag. Okay. Cause yeah. I don't just want it. I don't want it here. So you yeah. take it and go and consider it a, uh, a medal for going out in the 20 degrees mm. on Halloween. So it's now I know they're always calling it, Climate change. I don't understand though. When we go from one year, and I believe it was last year, maybe it was two years ago, where it was like 20 degrees and now it's like in the 60s. Well, which is it then? I mean, is it changing or isn't it? Because if it's cold, if it's hot, it's all the same problem to the, to the, well, that's why they renamed it. Yes. First, first it was, you know, the, the new ice age is on its way. Then it was global warming. And since those were, you know, proven very quickly as they say with tweets didn't age well so now you have these other the you know forever elastic climate change anything applies so yes it always changes and we never talk about the sun never 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 that would be bad <laughs> that would be bad and uh and speaking of nascar as we were for a moment i have to say yeah when watching baseball for years the white Sox announcer hawk harrelson would say all the time like you know that's something I've never seen before. And that's the beauty of baseball is that there's always something happening mm. that you've ever, that you've never seen before. And there was a certain truth to that 
in the odd plays that happen in baseball, but auto racing never. I mean, you could see some really good performances, but it's very rare to see something in an auto race that you've never seen before. But that happened yesterday oh. during the premier NASCAR series race. And this was the last race before the final. So there's, we're going to be four people taken to the next race with the ability to win the championship. And the guys that were fourth and fifth were within spitting distance of each other coming mm. down to the final laps, meaning, you know, the, the, the one guy was going to need to do, they came down to the final lap and the guy that was behind was needing to pass like two cars before they get, but you know, half a lap to pass two cars. And there was just no way that was going to happen. Okay. This was a short track in Martinsville and he pulled the video game move. Nobody's ever done this because nobody's the video, that wait, the crazy. video game move. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Now, if you're auto racing in a video game and you really just want to blast your way through, you make a hard right. You put the car up on the wall mm. and you gas it through the corner. Okay. Letting the side of the car scrape the wall all the way through. Oh boy. Ross Chastain did that and made up five spots in the last half a lap. Wow. That is impressive. The app. I might have to look for that video. That's, that's, oh, I want to see that. I, I saw, I mean, watching it live. There was yeah. no comprehension of what was going on because at first it's like he's in the wall and then it's like, but he's going faster than everybody else by a clip that I think they said uh, it, it was like 50 miles an hour faster than the other cars were traveling through the corner. It was a lap record. There's never been a lap as fast as that lap on record at that track because nobody's ever been insane enough to just put the car on the wall and go to fifth gear where everybody's downshifting to third to make it through the corner. He went to fifth and let the wall keep the car in the, uh, in the, on the track. He's a wild man. Yes. Yeah. There's no question about it, which is like, that's, I I understand that there will probably be a rule by uh, the next race. which says do not do that. God, I hope not. That would suck. (laughs) Cause here's enough with the rules. This is why I love, you know, boxing, there's so few rules. You know, I hate, I hate fucking rules in sports. I really do. I mean, this could be dangerous. I get it. But this yeah. was the NASCAR already made the statement. It's like, this was well within the rule book just because okay. nobody's ever thought about. I mean, okay. Everybody's probably thought about doing it. Yeah. Because when you're in the simulator or you're playing a video game, yeah, it's kind of fun. You watch the car, just scrape the wall and, but you know, with real physics, did anybody think it was really going to work? And I mean, I guess that's, it takes some balls to, to be the first one to try that. And he's like, well, I really had nothing to lose. It's either you're not going to have a chance to run for the championship, the next race, Mm -hmm. or you are. And the only way to do that would be to try this. And he, he took that chance. His family is, he's like sixth generation watermelon farmer out of Florida which has been a really interesting part of the story because the first race he won, he took a watermelon from the top of the car, threw it to the ground, then jumped down and picked up a piece and was eating that during the, the interview, which there's personality uh, there too. 
Yeah, this so this guy's he's launched. He's a, yeah. he's he's a, he's just he's now he's a star. Oh yeah, so good for him. It's like and that's going to be a very interesting race uh, come next weekend. But yeah, this will the announcers who are some big veterans of the NASCAR circuit because NASCAR is celebrating its seventy fifth anniversary next year. So it's been around for a while. Wow. They said uh, this is probably like the first or second most memorable moment of any race in the history of the sport. So it's a very, uh, it was a very interesting thing to watch. Yeah. The fans went nuts. I mean, (laughs) especially being there. I mean, it's not like you have to wait for the camera to pan to it and figure out from a, uh, you know, from a close up, like what's going on. Is he wrecking? I mean, the people in the stands saw exactly what he was doing, rim riding that thing around. And it was a lot of fun. Was there a, was there a shower of sparks off the, uh, oh, yeah. the car? Oh, oh yeah. And he just said, he great. basically, he's like, it was all a blur. He's like, Beautiful. he once he decided he was going to do it, he's like, I turned right, got to the wall and put it in fifth gear. And just, it was, you could hear it on the rev limiter too. So he was getting every yeah. last bit of power from that car. Yeah. And he's like, I took my hands off the wheel and just let it do its thing. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. And you have to see the video because it is absolutely insane to watch how much faster that car went through the turn than all of the cars that were competing. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I mean, sure. You got a little damage, but there was nothing in the rule that said you can't be insane. Hey, a win is worth more than a paint job. Yes, so. it is. Getting to the championship round is well worth it. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's the kind of stuff that's fun. I'm hoping yeah, that the white Sox will get back to being fun next year too. Cause it seems like the, uh, the other big managerial candidates they talked about have now been hired by other teams. So maybe Ozzy Guillen will come back. I don't know who that is, but there's, there's a guy. Did you say there's a guy calling the games named Hawk something? He was. He was Hawk Harrelson was a White Sox announcer for like 30 years. All right. Can't cancel the thou thing. I'm changing my name to Hawk. <laughs> As you should. And he had this whole thing that because uh, he played baseball. He, he was a professional ball player, wasn't great, but there was one of the years I think he led the American League in home runs. Yeah. He played professional golf for a while. Yeah. So he was a very competitive guy. And he's like, you know, there's Kenneth, which is his normal name. He's like, and that's that's yeah. that's him when he's not competing. But when he was competing, he was the hawk. And he was a he's like, it's a whole different mindset and a whole different mentality. Yeah. See, that's such a great idea because Hawk just works. Imagine if like somebody tried to call themselves Eagle. Right. You know, or, or sparrow or so it'd be just but hawk you know it's a bird that works as a as a tag by the way you know since you're such a baseball guy and what's legal and illegal do you recall a thing a million years ago um some i don't know whether it was a pitcher or an outfield i think it was an outfielder like throwing it to the plate um beamed and killed a seagull flew into the ball and they find the guy do you do you remember that there's been birds hit by pitches i know i don't re- i'm sure it happened on a throw from the outfield as well the most yeah. famous one would be randy johnson while pitching okay that a bird flew in front and when i say that the bird disintegrated it did it I'll did bet. yeah sure now it's it's bad enough as a batter facing randy johnson who is like six foot seven And threw a hundred miles an hour from the left side. So one, it's the left-handed power pitcher, which is a rarity in baseball. Yes. If it's not hard enough facing the guy, 
when a bird explodes halfway <laughs> between the pitches between the his hand and the plate i mean that the timing of that is nearly yes. impossible to believe it could even happen well this guy was actually charged with a crime and fined and i remember thinking <laughs> what? what i mean come on what it, it wasn't like he threw it at the bird it was the same thing that you're describing the, the dumb bird just <laughs> wrong place wrong time yeah, like microsecond was- like the bird had to be on like an endangered species list and something. Yeah. I, I think it was a gull, which I guess in, like, I know that is it here in New York? You, you cannot kill a gull. It's can, even though there's, they're more plentiful than pigeons in central park. Um, gulls are on some kind of endangered list. Yeah, we did a few weeks ago it was the weirdest thing as well. I may have mentioned it on this show. I mentioned it somewhere that the wife and I were driving and one just mm-hmm. swooped down and bounced off the windshield. Yes. While driving like 50 miles an hour. It's like, okay, I don't understand what there had to be something wrong with the bird because that's also a. Uh, or it was oddity. the opening scene of uh, the birds. Kind of. Remake, right? <laughs> yeah. I remember a lot of that there with Rod Taylor and the chick's name. It was Suzanne like, Plachette. She was pretty pointy and hot. And oh, yeah. She really was. Yeah. She had it going on. And even that in the car where it's like the thing hits the windshield and you're like startled. Yeah. It's like, again. When a bird sure. explodes in front of you while you're waiting for a pitch, <laughs> I don't know. That's got to be, that's got to be disconcerting. <laughs> I would think. Oh, by the way, also, because you got me so curious for some reason, um, I saw a stat on your buddy Bubba Wallace. And this one said that he was five foot eight. So. Everything does. It's like, well, then the other guy was like five foot three. Yeah. And maybe that's the guy lying on his to make himself seem larger. Maybe. They yeah. definitely were not the same height. Yeah. And maybe everybody should just fight it out. That's a good, you know, that could add something to the, to the oh, championship. I'm in total agreement. You know, as much as I find uh, football unwatchable, if they all played with knives, I would watch. <laughs> well, no, no see, you watch. can't give everybody a knife, but there's got to be at least one guy and you don't know which one it is. And then, uh, <laughs> Oh, the mystery knife. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, welcome to the NFL 2023. Now with mystery knife. Yeah. People would. Well, it. as a NASCAR fan, I assume you've seen Death Race 2000 with Sly Stallone and David Carradine. Yeah, I'm sure at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not as good as the, uh, you know, like the Smokey and the Bandit kind of or the, uh, the, you know, the what uh, the Cannonball Run movies. Those were. Oh, I think it was, it was much better. <laughs> it's a little more violent. Yeah, I mean, they had a points thing. If you if you knocked off, uh, you know, a young mother with a baby carriage, that was so many points. Or you know, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, and I mean, Sly, I, Sly he drove the Godfather mobile, and and Carradine's was the Frankenstein uh, ride. You know, it was it was great. It's, it's you know, I insane and, shit, and yes, you know. I mean, <laughs> and it, and that sticks with the the whole culture because not yeah, I'll sound like Joe Biden. You know, not a joke. When the last time my dad drove me to uh, one of my doctor's appointments, there was a people crossing in the parking lot at the hospital. And he said, don't worry, I'm not going for the points. (laughs) Like, see, this is the kind of stuff that sticks with people like, oh, it does. It does. Like this. Maybe this is if you want population control, maybe this is the answer. Yeah. two, Two birds with one stone, population and traffic reduction. People who aren't paying attention. Yeah. Sometimes it is just the least you can do to send them on their merry way to meet their maker. There you go. I mean, it is what well, yesterday was all Hallow's Eve, right? Because today that's today is Halloween. So it was last night that was 
the night of the dead or whatever. Uh, it's the night before Halloween. So I guess we all survived. I mean, I don't know if Paul Pelosi's doing okay. Well, isn't that quite the story? Yes. Mm. And I know I'm, I'm guessing that may be part of like what some of your clips are here from the titles. Now, yes, you've got five. So is this a, well, this is an in chronological order. Well, not, not, I wouldn't say it's in chronology. It's more sort of, uh, um, what would be the word? It, uh, it's more of a plot through line that way, I guess. How we're showing you know, a thread. A thread. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And we start with Joey. And I liked your idea that we should start doing clips and breaking it down and seeing like, hey, what did Joey say here? What did Joey say? Yeah. And then you could have a bunch of different choices and people can pick yeah. the best one. Enter to win prizes. Mm. You never know. Exactly. The election was not real. That Wait, the election was not real. What's he talking well, about? He's in, he's responding to somebody. It's about the Pelosi attack. And um, that part was not, that part was not present in the clip I found, but the expo, the text explanation said that's what it was. Gotcha. And so he's complaining about uh, the rhetoric and the, uh, the, the, the words. This, essentially, this oh, is Joey. This is Joey declaring war on free speech. It's very, it's very clear. That's what it is. Well, it's because of Donald Trump. I'm guessing that uh, Pelosi. Well, it's Trump. It's, 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 it's you. It's me. It's Adam. It's John. It's everybody. Because people just need to shut the fuck up. If you listen to this clip, that's what he's saying. The election was not real. That it's being stolen. That all the all the malarkey that's being put out there. Malarkey. Democracy. That is that is like an eighty-year-old person word. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that malarkey. Yeah, that smells like somebody's sock drawer. That word. And uh, and Joey uses it constantly. And then, of course, he has to use undermining our democracy. You know, no, 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 Joey. What you mean is undermining your regime. Got nothing to do with democracy. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with questioning. When you're like, oh, you can't even question. Well, that's no, not undermining. Can't do, that. can't do that. You can't just apologize and say the violence. It affects people's mentality. It affects how people think particularly people who are not maybe as stable as other people. Stop. Oh, well, okay. Yes. I was so, stopping so that, it already. Right. So that would be this, uh, this, uh, the guy with the hammer. Uh, although we're not sure sometimes they're saying, no, there's two hammers or it was actually Pelosi's hammer. But anyway, the, you know, the, uh, the, the guest in Pelosi's home, uh, who's apparently, you know, fruit loops and kind of a psycho. Um, so yeah, well, because, you know, they're, they're already crazy, but, but if, you know, any, any type of verbiage might make them crazier, I guess, in Joey's mind, right? Right. And the reality is then if you're going to go by what might set an insane person off, then there is no speech that is safe. Correct. Absolutely. You might say, hi, how are you? Yes. Boom. You're bang, you're dead. Hammer that could dead. be, that could be the trigger. Yes. Somebody could say, hi, that's the trigger. Somebody could say Pelosi. That's the trigger. You don't know. Yeah. Could be anything. So being like, well, they knew that all of these sick people, they were going to get them triggered. It's like, no. Right. Yeah. And as he's delivering this pile of shit, of course, he's got the, uh, you know, the striped uh, Egyptian cotton shirt, the blue blazer and the obligatory aviator. I'm so cool. Shades. Uh, no ice cream cone. That might've been earlier. I don't know, but it was outdoors. Some type of, some type of in front of some type of retail establishment, I think, you know, so Joey's always out, you know, have an ice creamer doing something around town well some people think the aviators are just to 
cover up the multiple Bidens that there are out there. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Yeah. So the, the talk has to stop. That's well, the talk has, the talk to, has stop. to stop. So just shut up. Shut up. Put your mask on. The talk. Shut up. The talk. The talk. Not the just talk. violent talk. The talk. Right. And uh, I'm hoping somebody played all the clips for Joey from his side that was encouraging violence. And I know you've probably got some of those when I see anti Maxine on a clip, but I'll let Joey continue on his way here. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't just say, I feel badly about the violence. We condemn it. Condemn what produces the violence. And this talk produces the violence. Thank you. Condemn what produces the violence. Well, yeah, your people getting elected, Joey, produced the violence, so we should stop that, right? Well, let's take it even farther than that. Um, I guess, I guess, those Ukrainians, they must have been talking a lot, and that's why <laughs> Vlad decided to do some violence, lay some violence on their asses. Isn't that, that must have been, because according to Joey, that's really, that's the only trigger for violence is talk. What, well, did, but this what is, could they have said? Did Zelensky say something and made Vlad mad? Is that what happened? Is that what that's about? Was it the talk? This is the insane mentality for the extreme. You and I, we've talked about, oh, well, yes. sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. That's yeah. what we grew up with. Now what you're getting is, well, you know, a bunch of black people went and robbed a store. But the more important thing is why, you know, that's because of what happened 100, 200, 300 years ago. So it's OK, but we have to get to the heart of why it happened. No, you condemn bad behavior. You don't go, well, you know, something happened which caused this person to do this. Now, there well, is Ilhan Omar said some people did something. Right. <laughs> Way back when <laughs> some, some people, people did something. 3000 wound up dead. Come on, get over it. Yes. I mean, and I'll say, I mean, I get it. I understand the rage that I may go through. You know, if somebody killed one of my parents or my wife and I had the opportunity, you know, I might blow them away. But then I would know that there were going to be repercussions for that. Mm -hmm. You don't get to go. Well, you know, I put six bullets into his forehead, but Mm -hmm. he killed my wife. So it's okay, right? No, the laws are still the laws. And this concept that you have to go, well, no, 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 it's not the bad behavior that's a problem. No, it's what caused the bad behavior. And of course, this lunatic that went after somebody with a hammer in their home, well, it was because he was listening to politicians talk. I mean, come on. Right. It's insane. Of course it is. But this is the news media is lapping it up like, oh, yeah, yeah, Joey, that's right. Well, if anybody thinks that the truth of this story will ever come out, I mean, they're dreaming because the, just think of the amount of juice the name Pelosi wields in the Bay Area, for Christ's sake. You know, come on. Well, as I uh, said, you know, once, once I knew he wasn't about to die, Paul mm-hmm. Pelosi's got a real problem with getting hammered. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> that's the perfect line. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. he got the DUI and they had that swept away. Right. But I mean, so so many uh, so many cracks in the narrative. I mean, somebody phoned in a welfare check. Uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. A yeah, house the- is broken. A welfare check is hey, you know, old Uncle Louis' uh, ninety-seven 
and not doing well. And he hasn't answers, answered his phone in three days. Right. Do a, do a welfare check. <laughs> not somebody just kicked in my drawer and is hammering me to death. No. Yes. And I didn't really understand that whole thing. Like, oh, so Pelosi called 911 and it was like a yeah. friend. Uh, a you friend know. here named David. And he's looking for my wife. And so I guess I understand he called 911 without him knowing he called 911. And spoke in code. Yeah. Which this happens all the time. And <laughs> Which, I, I, was, I was talking about this with my daughter and she hit me, hipped me to the pizza gambit. Did yes. you know about that? Oh, yeah. I never, I never heard of that. <laughs> and I laughed out loud. And she said, no, that's a real thing. You're supposed to say, you're supposed to call 911 and say, I want, you know, a 16 incher with the pepperoni. And then they know you're, 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 you're a hostage. Yes. They know <laughs> you're in trouble, but you can't say, and God love all of the people that have to work that job and have to, uh, you know, figure out what's going on and, and respond appropriately. Yeah. But yeah, I can what, see that. What code would you say if you, you just wanted to send over a social worker and talk the hug things out? <laughs> what would that be? Send over a, a latte macchiato? Something. I think you have to call a different number than 911 if you want one of those oh, dispatched. Okay. All right. Maybe that would make sense. Yeah. But I just don't understand the concept of, well, you know, it's what is leading up to this and it's so it is so just tone deaf that joe biden doesn't know his side of the aisle the politicians on that side throw just as i mean i'm thinking way more but i know i'm biased at the very least the same amount of garbage out there and i against when you add in what they did to donald trump and have said about donald trump i have no doubt the amount of violent rhetoric coming from the left was way more if you take donald trump the person out it equals out a little bit more but if you put trump in it's not even close yeah and the violence is not an excuse for somebody doing it you don't go back to wow they heard somebody say something no you're still responsible for your actions and any asshole can say whatever they want this has always been the way it is because we expect that the citizens of this country understand Mm-hmm. that you can say whatever you want but your actions do have consequences yeah well you know this is also i'm sure a major driver of this is the musk twitter thing they are so fucking pissed about that oh they're afraid they're very much afraid so now they have to double down on the muzzling so well and i think he's finding stuff i had retweeted something i didn't go in and look all that much more into it but it seems that he was finding things that were evidence that they were in fact hiding things from him. The, oh yeah. And the reality, again, I don't know how Twitter works when it comes to a technical aspect. I do know back in the day when I ran a bulletin board, which is basically Twitter, you know, there's mm-hmm. similar ways of uh, communicating. You could mm-hmm. have public messages, you could send somebody a private message. Those private messages were not encrypted. So whoever owned the site, whoever had access to the database could read all of those private messages, which would lead me to believe that Elon Musk, once the keys were handed over to him and he had full control of that system, Elon Musk has the ability to go in and read anybody's private messages back and forth to each other. And I'm guessing a lot of morons didn't know that and didn't decide to try to delete everything. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So that could be interesting. 
But yet we have Hillary. Though this is right because you can't deny an election; otherwise, you have to be hung in the town square. Yes, <laughs> unless you're Hillary or a Democrat. Yeah, I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election, and they're not. So, yeah, that's pre-denial. That, yeah. So is that the kind of talk that Joey's talking about? The talk that has to stop? Yes. Sure sounds that way, doesn't it? Yes. That's that's election denial, isn't it? Because people are going to get upset if they don't think the elections are fair. Yeah, some some crazy nut from a from a nudist colony in uh, San Francisco <laughs> might just decide to pick up a hammer and hurt somebody when they hear that. Yeah, the the right. way that guy was described was so obviously right wing. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> well yeah, well a lot of people are calling this the juicy Smollett two incident, and I'd say that's pretty accurate. You know? Well, and this is it when the media is in the pocket of a narrative. And you know how they try to push the things no matter what happened. The Jussie thing, hell yeah. I mean, if that was reality, that was a horrible thing. But the story was unraveling from moment one. Moment one. And nobody was questioning it. And that is where the problem comes in. Because the most important thing, it seems now, for people that consider themselves to be in the news business are just to get whatever crap it is out first without verifying anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not, I mean, I know kiddies listening to this show back when Larry and I were kids before Twitter existed, before somebody would run with a story that made it into a newspaper or television news, they actually had to get it corroborated for most news organizations, like two or three sources corroborating something before they would even run with it. Oh, yeah. The minimum was three sources for most legit newspapers and magazines. Yes. Now, all you need is one person to say something and it's news. Or one person to say they heard someone say something. Right. 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 Like like Trump, Trump grabbing the steering wheel of the uh, presidential limo. Right. Right. The Cassidy Hutchins testimony. Right. 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 That. Yeah. I heard somebody say that. He told me (laughs) it's third person because that's always Mm -hmm. believable. Always. Rock solid. Yeah, try to use that in court. Yeah, good luck with that. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Yeah, anti-Maxine. Yeah, it sounds like like, uh, fomenting violence to me. Doesn't it? Way more than I've ever heard come from Donald Trump. Absolutely. Yeah. And this wasn't even questionable. Mm -hmm. This isn't even like, well, maybe she means something else. No, she's like, if you see somebody, go harass them. Go harass them. Get a crowd together. Yes. Forks and torches. Because you know what I'm going to do as a lone right winger? In a crowd, when a bunch of people come up and start getting in my face and pushing me, you know, if I got my concealed carry with me, then uh, there's going to be a lot of people bleeding on the ground. (laughs) And that's maybe what needs to happen because civility is gone. Oh, yeah. And we need to learn 
that it's not acceptable. But this is the problem with all of these liberal DAs letting out any crime short of first degree murder. We're not even going to hold you on bail. Mm -hmm. And you wonder why the crime rates have skyrocketed throughout these Democrat paradise lands. Yes. Now you got anti Maxine. There's no question what she's saying there. Nope. It's pretty clear. Go get in people's face. Right. Get them riled up. Tell them they don't belong there. Push back on them, which that's a really unfortunate word. If you just mean for people to use their words, anti Maxine. It is. Saying to push back on somebody. A lot of people are not picking up on the subtlety if there is one there. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, no, it's. And again, if somebody heard anti Maxine and went out and committed an act of violence and injured somebody or killed them. I'm not blaming anti-Maxine because the person still has that's you get to decide what you do. Not according to Joey. Right. If it's what was his words that he said, if someone wasn't unhinged or whatever, but it, you know, basically if they're on the far side of nuts and well, then we should send this okay. clip. Can somebody send this clip exactly. of anti-Maxine to the white house and I'll be waiting right. for her to be put into custody. Yes. Right, exactly. Let's get on that. Chop, chop, Joey. Do it. Only thing that makes sense. Get a SWAT team over there. To her home. By the way, <laughs> Auntie Maxine, you know, woman of the people, lives in a, a really ritzoid area of Los Angeles that nobody, nobody's ever heard of. People, everybody knows Malibu. Everybody knows Beverly Hills, right? But there's an area, it goes way back, and it was really oil barons built these mansions in a place called Hancock Park, okay? And it is fucking spectacular. And that's where Maxine's mansion is. I think it's worth about six mil, which is what they say the Pelosi's place is worth. So she's doing real well, real well on that uh, congressional salary. <laughs> In the troll room, Ryan Bemro says, I am anti-Maxine. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You're anti-anti-Maxine. You always have to call her anti-Maxine. So you're anti-anti. <laughs> it's like Sir Sir Seat Sitter. There you go. Yeah. The power of the people to take to the streets and force their government to to become to to address what is wrong the inequities the inequalities the unfairness to force the government to 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 be true to the ideals that we say we hold dear and oh, not okay so there's one 18 second clip and in that span twice she said force the government that sounds like an insurrection to me what does it sound like to you darren honestly every time i hear maxine and i'm sorry uh, Kamala this is Kamala. Yes. Yeah. Every time I hear Kamala, I am so much in the headspace of trying to figure out if I'm having a stroke because I can't understand the word she's saying <laughs> that it's hard to even concentrate. Let's try this. It's like to, 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 to the government to force to, to it's like, what? Yeah. Is that what? English? I want to hear that one more time. The power yeah. of the people to take to the streets and force their government to to become to to address what is wrong the inequities the inequalities the unfairness to force the government to 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 be true to the ideals that we say we hold dear and yeah the ideas we hold dear but i dear. and i don't know if this is a speech impediment if anybody's ever figured that one out or if kamala is just an idiot because i don't like making fun of somebody if they had a stutter or something, but it's not normal for somebody in her position 
to be doing stuff where you're trying to get the words out like two, 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 and maybe repeat it once. But that's a very odd way to to talk. And it's like, well, uh, yeah, well, she's extremely inarticulate. Yes. And it's what's 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 really troubling is her word choice there, because I think in the Constitution, it's something about petition the government to redress whatever, not force. <laughs> yes. But twice she said, force that government. Take okay. to the streets and force Take them. to the streets. Take to the streets, kids. There yeah. was a funny commercial I saw on YouTube that was from, I believe, this weekend, Saturday Night Live. I was going to clip it, except a lot of it was visual, but it was all in the, you know, horror movie kind of trailer with the guy with the real deep voice. Like, would you believe in a world? One day, one man, one night, one bullet. Yes. And they're like, well, who do the Democrats have? And, you know, that's they're going back and forth like this person, this person. And then somebody slides underneath the door, a Beto 2024, and they all scream, (laughs) you know, but when they when somebody suggests Kamala, they like get slapped in the face and the person's like, think what you're saying or, you know, listen to yourself. And it was (laughs) really really kind of funny and the whole end of the commercial was at because then they you know there's hillary that's mentioned and the end of the Mm. commercials everybody's going like so i mean biden right then biden's not so bad right biden (laughs) because what you consider hillary and beto and oh the there's like blood writing in blood on the wall that says bernie so i mean this this whole thing was just fantastic as a preview for the next presidential cycle. But it's interesting that maybe Saturday night live has figured out now that they need to start making fun of both sides. If they want to remain on television, if they want to be anywhere near being relevant again, it has been like a decade since they have been. So I doubt it. Yeah. But it was, interesting. I would like to, I would like to look at the, uh, the ratings the demography of, of that show. And I would bet that it's very close to people who are watching CNN and legacy media. I mean, who? I mean, I bet it's, I, I mean, I haven't seen that show in years and years and years. Is it the same as it, it should be to my way of thinking sponsored by adult diapers and reverse <laughs> mortgages and gold. I mean, it's gotta be who the fuck's watching that. That's anything under, you know, late middle age. I would think, I don't know. Do young people watch it? I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think so because I don't think anybody under our age does appointment viewing at all meaning that you know they might watch a clip here and there on youtube if something goes viral like in this case that commercial obviously was good enough that it i saw it you know somebody tweeted about it wherever i saw that this thing existed Mm -hmm. went oh i'll take a look at that but i don't think there's anybody waiting up like when I was a kid, it was a thing. You'd wait up. Oh, it, was, it was event television. Absolutely. Yeah. And you sure. never knew what was going to happen. It might get a little mm-hmm. bit more randy because they could get away with a little bit more. And then yeah. here in Chicago, for a lot of the years, when I was in my early teens, SCTV came on after, which was even funnier. Oh, my, you know what? Thank you. I always said that all these people who were Saturday Night Live freaks, I'd say, man, forget that shit. What you want is SCTV. John Candy, Eugene Levy. Oh, my God. Those people. How many times were Shanana on? uh, I remember what. I think it was SCTV. Were they? Shanana. Yeah, I think so. 
back in the day. Bowser used to live near me. I used to see him at a Mexican joint all the time. Um, yeah, uh, SCTV was great. I thought it was so much better than SNL. So Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, the McKenzie's frozen <laughs> north and, and, and candy with, you know, count, uh, what the count, not chocula. What the hell was the name of that count? Um, Dr. Tongue. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was just, it was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Kids check it out. I'm sure you can find this on the, on the YouTubes oh, yeah. or something. I'm sure it's there. Sure. Yeah. And we have some more Kamala because Kamala loves Antifa. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day in November. And they're not going to stop after election day. I'm just wondering if so far, are they going to stop? Yeah. Right. Are they going to stop? Are they going to stop? I'm not sure. She wasn't too clear about that. And no. that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. And, and this was, an, this is in response to a Colbert interview. who's one of the most least funny people ever to sit on the business end of a camera, TV camera. And she was talking about Antifa and, uh, oh my God. And so does Joey heard this? You know, when he talks about the talk, the dangerous talk How about that, Joey. <laughs> no, the, she loves Kim, uh, Kamala. Yeah, yeah. But that's so. just the way it goes. It's you sit, you don't pay any attention. It's all on the other side, mm-hmm. and that is the insanity, and that is not going to be helped. I mean, Joey, he sat there on day one and said, "Oh, I'm going to bring people together," and then has done not one thing. Oh, he's torn. He's torn everyone apart like no one else. Unbelievable. The, the absolute most de- divisive president ever in the history of this country by far. And you have yes. to wonder if that is by design. Does he even know what he's doing or is the whatever they're putting in his ice cream, just keeping him docile? And uh, yeah. I, I wanted to get the clip. I couldn't find it. There's a great one. I actually had in one of my previous shows, but I'm such a shitty archivist. I couldn't dig it up in time where he is, uh, you know, campaigning from his basement on Zoom and uh, with with Dr. Jill. At his side and, and repeatedly saying, well, you know, you know, you know, Trump's not legitimate. It was the Russians. It was the Russians. So he's he's the king of the election deniers. Joey yes. is. Well, and again, I've got a clip of Joey talking about what happened uh, to Pelosi. This is more right down the same lines. Mm-hmm. Folks, folks, before I begin, folks. I want us to take a short pause to send our love to Nancy and Paul Pelosi. I've been on the phone with Nancy. Arrange for her to be able to get from Washington out to uh, stop. What was that? Rainsford? Let's do a little. Let's do a little Joey. What what did Joey say right now? See, I'm scared because I understood that fully. He he arranged for her to get from Washington back home. Although I don't know why Joey would need to do this. Nancy Pelosi and her people unavailable to make travel. Is Joey calling up like the airlines and. Maybe you run that by me. Let me hear that again. Maybe please. just throwing her onto uh, Air Force One or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Oh, Pelosi. I've been on the phone with Nancy. Arranged for her to be able to get from Washington out to uh, out to see her husband, Bobby. Who sets for he so he, he arranged now, it. Heading out there. Yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, maybe he, maybe he said to fire up Air Force One and drag her bony ass back to uh, San Francisco. Maybe, maybe Joey's got a pilot license. Maybe he was out there. <gasps> well, He's got the shades. Yeah, that's right. He could be flying Nancy home. Captain Joey. So she can see the husband that she doesn't seem to spend any time with. 
Yes. And when Nancy's home, they have plenty of security because Nancy's home, but her husband, screw that guy, doesn't need any. Doesn't need any. Turns it off because he's 82 and he can kick ass at will. Uh, in San Francisco, one of the most crime-ridden cities in our country right now. What are you talking about? It's as safe as me, Murray. And I want to know why that, one, he doesn't have a safe room in that mansion. Two, why he doesn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, why there's no panic button. And really, when you're at that point, and as much as I dislike Nancy Pelosi, right, she is basically third in line in this country yes. as far as, you know, you got president, vice president, and they both go croaking at the same time. The Speaker of the House is next. So Nancy Pelosi and her family should have some protection. Just like, you know, I think Barack Obama's kids, they deserve protection. Mm-hmm. You know, this, so why wasn't Paul Pelosi? Where was the protective detail? It almost seems like this was such a good setup, especially with the election coming up next week. And, you know, just I was thinking about that. You know, it was because of I have to go in and just get a quick heart test done on Monday. But we'll be doing Planet Rage on Election Day. Oh, beautiful. This is good. <laughs> you want to talk about something that'll create yeah. the rage? Yeah. Well, I don't believe, I, I can't imagine that they don't have some type of security detail. Uh, you, they, I mean, every, every fucking double-wide trailer now has at least a ring doorbell and blink cameras. I mean, everybody's got this shit. You're telling me they don't? Of course they do. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had some type of a live armed guard which lends some credence to the theory that maybe maybe this guy was a guest of uh, Paul's. You know, maybe maybe he didn't uh, break in. Maybe he was invited in. Could be. Maybe they were playing underwear bingo. I don't know. Could be. Could be. And uh, you've seen the news. He was attacked in their home. And uh, when I spoke to the speaker, she said that uh, he's doing okay. He went to the hospital, was operated on. And uh, he seems to be come along well. Uh, he's in good spirits. The whole family's there. While this invasion is ongoing. While this invasion while is ongoing. While this invasion is ongoing. Yeah, I missed that. that. Yeah, well, what does I, that mean? Well, I think he meant while this investigation is ongoing. Oh, okay. But he didn't say that. couple of syllables. <laughs> oh, you got the back. That's good. I we, like that. we can scrub. 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 I love it. Good move. While this invasion <laughs> is ongoing. Yes. While this invasion is ongoing. Invasion. Interesting. Yeah. The, uh, the news reports indicate it was intended to be an attack on, Na- on the house Nancy Pelosi lives in. Now. <laughs> it was an attack on the house. <laughs> well, now, this is also. Demolition. This is also very concerning here. Let me back this up a little bit. Ended to be an attack on a little bit more. Sorry about that. He's in good spirits. The whole family's there. While this invasion is ongoing, the uh, the news reports indicate. Now you are the president of the motherfucking United States, and the information you're getting about an attack on the third most prominent politician in the country's husband you're getting from the news news reports indicate why you kidding me yeah my brain's going to explode (laughs) i mean i i would understand if you're like well we've heard from the fbi or cia whoever you know secret service whoever is handling this 
But Joey's going to the, we're sitting in front of CNN. Joey, what are you doing to find out about what's going on? Yeah. Joey. Joey. It was intended to be an attack on on the house Nancy Pelosi lives in, the third ranking person in the United States in line to be president. You know, uh, it's reports that the same chant was used by this guy they have in custody that was used on January 6th. The same uh, chant the same was chant? used. The same chant? Yes. Saying, I didn't hear it. This is news to Have you heard anything about a chant before this, Darren? Yes. I haven't. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yes. All right, I'm out of the loop. Because the guy Tighten said, where's Nancy? That's the chant he's talking about. Where's oh. Nancy? That that was a chant. I didn't. I thought that was just the guy in the buffalo hat said that. I don't. Well, Joey doesn't it? know. Okay, but that's the same when you're in Nancy Pelosi's house. Totally the same. Like it's a chant. Oh, no, chant. they're actually. Okay. It, you know, okay. They were looking right. for her both times. I get it. Right, but uh, I don't know what relevance that has beyond uh, the news reports telling him so. Hmm. And the attacks on the U.S. Capitol. I'm not making this up. This is reported. Nope, stop, 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 stop. I'm stop. not. That's just like no joke. That means yes. I'm lying in your fucking face. Put your put your PPR face shield on because here comes a spray of diarrhea. What's better? That was used on January 6th in the attacks on the U.S. Capitol. I'm not making this up. This is reported. I can't guarantee it. I'm not making this stuff up. It is reported, right. but I can't guarantee it again because you're getting it from the news, Joey. Yeah. I mean, maybe you should go to the CIA, the FBI, the Secret Service, somebody maybe who could you could trust. Although I don't know. No, no, no don't go there. <laughs> I can tell you what's being reported. The chant was, where's Nancy? Where is she? Where's Nancy? Where is she? Where's Nancy? Where is she? This is despicable. <laughs> This is despicable. There's no place in America. There's too much violence, political violence, too much hatred, too much vitriol. And people are applauding that there's too much hatred and too much vitriol. But see, I'd be sitting there going, yeah, from you, Joe. Yeah. You. Come on. Sounded like, sounded like somebody yelled something. Was that, Could that have been a, a heckler or was that a, an encouraging shout? Just be, you know, in the, in this, in the silence there. I'm going to roll that back so we can figure that out. Here we go. Too much hatred. Too much vitriol. That was, I think it was before that. A little earlier than that. Maybe Joe will we'll bring the volume up a little. We will, we will um, enhance. There's too much violence. Political violence. Too much hatred. Too much yeah, vitriol. Yeah, there was like we'll a... Ne- just, we'll never figure that out. Yeah, it was just kind of like... It sounded like... Even like yeah, yeah. 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 And what makes us think... One party can talk about stolen elections, COVID being a hoax. One party can talk about stolen elections. Right here, this is where you drop in the uh, clip right. that we just had of Hillary. Hillary Clinton. And many others. She was just the most prominent one. Yeah. You know, so that would make more sense. We go, let's mm-hmm. see, we go right back. He's the United. He's, right now, you're, what you're listening to is a president in the, in the act of uniting people. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was confused for a minute there. Stolen yeah. elections. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. You can have been a hoax. Yeah, you could just right. edit all this all on the fly. And not affect people who may not be so well balanced. What makes us think that it's not going to corrode the political climate? 
Okay, it has already been corroded. And the whole COVID thing, a lot of what people were saying, calling it a hoax is, I don't think, accurate for a vast majority of people. I think there's very few people out there that go, no, there wasn't some virus going around making people sick. They weren't saying that. No. They were saying you shouldn't shut down the world. They were saying that the vaccines were doing damage. Mm-hmm. I have yet to hear anyone. Well, except maybe Bemrose that said it's not even real. But then again, nobody really listens to Bemrose. Oh, anyway. my God. <laughs> well, I do. But hey, you know what? In your most recent episode of uh, Random Thoughts, I love the way you parsed out the whole uh, thing going on in New York, which is a beautiful thing. Now, Eric Adams, what is he going to do? Uh, because the court said, hey, hey, Bubba, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reinstate those 1,400 workers you fired and give them their back pay. Holy shit. Now, if this would only become a viral thing from state to state, whoa, now we're talking fun times. This would be good. I'm wondering how many of those cops and firemen are going, I'll take the back pay and then I'm putting in my notice. Yeah. But Hopefully the back pay for eight, 12, what, it's almost been a year. So that's a lot of back pay. A lot of back pay. A lot of back pay indeed. And, you know, hey, it, it couldn't happen to a nicer town. Right. Enough is enough is enough. Every person of good conscience needs to clearly and unambiguously stand up against the violence in our politics, regardless what your politics are. Okay, Joe. Joey, I'd like you to stand up against all the people in your party. Yeah. Stand up, baby. And everybody's cheering. Yeah. Hypocrites. All of us. All of us together. As Americans. together. As American. Yes. Knowing Paul and Nancy and the families I do, they're tough as they come. But we're praying for him. We're optimistic for his full recovery. So, I mean, this is uh, on its face a good thing. The president's saying we need to cut down and all of the the angry political rhetoric, but you're ignoring the fact that it's mainly coming from your side, which is always just the epitome of hypocrisy. But, well, you know, people going to talk, Joey, no matter whether it's uh, bubbles and, uh, and lambs and bunnies or angry rhetoric, they're just going to fucking talk and you're going to have to deal with that. And if you want to stop that, Joey, you're making a big mistake. Ain't going to happen. No, it's not. And you're not going to wish it away. You have to lead from the top and you've got plenty of audio out there of him just mm-hmm. blasting Trump and not a very. Uh, oh, his Hitler, his Hitler speech, you know, with the Marines behind him and the, the hellish red background. I mean, my God. Oh, and I love that CNN admitted they tried to change that color on the fly. Oh, did they? I missed that. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. They, they really? pinkified it a little bit. They really yeah. tried to tone it down and they were then sure. like, Oh no 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 no! That was just a uh, that was just a glitch or uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah or, or yeah, something yeah. like that. That's uh, yeah. that's all. <laughs> not, nothing to worry about at all whatsoever. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. like that uh, Sky News. They're still on the oh, Biden good. front, and this was a good clip. Let's just very yeah. quickly have a look at Joe Biden explaining inflation is only if you eat uh, cornflakes or something or other. Here we go. <laughs> The main driver of food prices is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. Although they're up, it's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see. What? Stop! 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 
<laughs> what the fuck? Packaged goods. Yeah, it's all packaged goods. That's all. Now, you know what's funny? In, in you travel around the country, right? And people have uh, local names and idioms for everything. You know, in, in, in the East, they're, they're pancakes. In the West, they're flannel cakes or funnel cakes. All kinds of, you know, you know how that works, right? And in New York, a liquor store is a liquor store. Cross the border into New Jersey, it's illegal to call them that. They're what? called, oh yeah, oh yeah. You will not see sign liquor, a liquor store over any liquor store in New Jersey, or at least it was when I used to hang out there. The, the, the legal term was package goods. <laughs> really? So that's a package really? goods store, which means that's, so what, that's what Joey says. So it's the price of booze, I guess, according to Joey, package goods. <laughs> yes, it's, it's all, it's all package goods. Although, I mean, everything is kind of packaged, but uh, everything is, isn't it? Yeah. I've never seen any like hamburger just sitting on a shelf where the flies can get to it. It's all packaged. <laughs> and if you did, it? It, would, it would be rare that you would pick it up and be like, oh, yeah. I'll take this home. Yeah. I'll go down to the store and get a dozen loose eggs. I'll just juggle them. <laughs> Package goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which would be a dollar cheaper. So now it's because it's it's Kellogg's. Yeah, it's the package. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I think he's saying, and they they make fun of him. I don't think we even need to play that the uh, Sky News. Uh-huh. But basically, he's like, okay, poor people, don't buy the brand names. Go buy the go buy the generic. Yeah, yeah. go buy the store brand or whatever, because that's mm-hmm. going to be a, that's going to be a buck cheaper. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. So now he's just, it's smart shopping tips from Joey. That's where we're at now. <laughs> what you like Your president. <laughs> yeah. You should put on a little apron, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go shopping with Joey. Shopping with Joey. Then uh, he would just sit there with his ice cream cone mm-hmm. as you go aisle by aisle. Yeah. But I was surprised this is from ABC News. It's a local ABC, so it wasn't national. Because that right. one, I think I might have like crapped myself. But this is a local ABC affiliate who does a short segment, I guess, on things being fact or fiction. In tonight's fact or fiction, we're looking into a claim made by President Biden yesterday. During a speech in Syracuse, New York, the president made the following claim about the current state of gas prices in our country. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. But those numbers Whoa. are when the president. Holy. I know, right? Holy shit. What a bald faced lie. Wow. Th- but does he know? Because it's he, like we I think we've mentioned this before. There's a great quote in Seinfeld when Jerry's trying to beat a lie detector. And as Jerry's leaving the cafe, George says, hey, Jerry. And Jerry turns around and he says, don't forget. It's not a lie. If you believe it. Mm. So you can't say Joey's lying. I think he just believes it. That's possible because I, I d- very much doubt if Joey's ever stuck the nozzle of a gas pump in his own automobile automobile in the last 30, 40 years. But ABC news was on that claim. But those numbers are fiction. When the president made his speech yesterday, the average price for gas in the country was three seventy six, not three thirty nine. And as for the price when he took office for the week ending January twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, gas averaged two thirty nine a gallon, not more than five dollars. So less than half what Joey claimed. Hmm. 
But again, I don't think he knows. I really don't. I think he's that mushy. It could be. But on the other hand, the guy, even before the two brain surgeries, before he became, what is it, an octogenarian, you know, when he was a relative, very young guy, he couldn't stop fucking lying. And he knew he was lying. He lied about everything. So why would that change? That's true. He he is of, he's a total political animal, sleazebag. And just as he lied about degrees he never earned and grades he never got it, everything, just lie, 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 stole just massive chunks of, from other politicians and, and people for his speeches he made and denied doing that. You know, he, he's, he's, he's enough of a snake to go, hey, fuck it. You know, the, the, the moron mouth breathers, if I say it was five bucks, who's going to check? And even if they do, they're still going to believe me because they love Joey. Well, when you have a certain amount of these, uh, and they've never said, obviously, that he's got dementia or Alzheimer's, but knowing people who have had those, both of my grandmothers have and others, it is interesting because they do believe things are true from the past that weren't. And you have to wonder, and with my one grandmother who had dementia, not Alzheimer's, it started probably 15 or 20 years before anything was diagnosed that you would be able to, you know, if you had her on the phone, if my parents were away on vacation, you know, right. she'd, you'd start the phone call and she'd be like, oh, well, where are your parents? And I would tell her and then talk to her for five minutes and five minutes later, there was like, oh, where are your parents? I, they're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and right. it's like, yeah, you pick up on these things. Now with Joey, sure. I, I don't know if he has any of those kind of issues, but it went for a long time where it was just, Oh, you know, she's forgetful. This was before people really knew, mm-hmm. you know, what dementia was or, you know, Alzheimer's was the one that was way more with my other grandmother where she thought she was in a different time, which I could see Joey having that kind of issue as well. Play the record player. Yes. You know, this is exactly it. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is all very concerning for the leader of the free world but then maybe he was talking to you because you're a vinyl guy yes it could be (laughs) my nephew who's in you know that just got married is not 30 yet asked for a uh he didn't ask for a turntable for his birthdays coming up and my parents you know like what do you want and he said it was either a record player or something like that uh or uh you know, whatever word, a stereo, maybe, or a phonograph, maybe was the word, which was like, I, I have not heard anybody use phonograph in phonograph. a Whoa. in a long, yeah. long time. But yeah, the younger kids, they're getting into the vinyls. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that is once old is will be new again. And it's like, it's, uh, I, I mean, I just think vinyl is a cool medium because you can put a physical disc and watch something drag over it and somehow make noise. I want to, I want one of those. 45 RPM sized still, you know, record players in a, in a box and like a suitcase that Patty Duke had. Yes. That's what I want. I want all those with a little, with a little, (laughs) and you know, am I the only guy that noticed this? Cause you, you'd know that they had, of course you had that little plastic insert. You had to pop into the 45, right? Yes. Yeah. Usually plastic, sometimes black, yellow plastic, yellow plastic, almost exclusively as I recall. And when, when you tell me if I'm crazy, when that thing, when you looked at the shiny chromium spindle, as that thing spun around, it formed musical notes in its reflection on the spindle. I could believe that. Take a look. I'm sure you have one. If you're a vinyl guy, 
you need a longer uh longer spindle for that to go which my parents do they've got the one yeah which you never want to once you learn about vinyl it, yeah. it i cringe on the fact that they have right. the uh, the kind of record player that you yeah. would stack up like three or four and it would drop one play it then drop the next one and play it then drop the yeah next my old one. man had one of those yeah it was great but yeah. it fucked up the records i'm sure oh yeah <laughs> you know it's not the greatest thing to do but uh the functionality was there yeah no doubt about that but there's uh those so how many i always wondered about this how how if if given you have the very greatest tone arm and diamond stylus whatever the fuck the top end thing is for for playing an lp how many plays can you expect to get out of that thing with good fidelity before it starts to just grind into nothing you should be able to get if you have a properly set up turntable now there's a lot of them that the amount of tracking force that the needle needs the stylus needs going over the vinyl is between one and two grams which means you could probably play an album a thousand times without really having an issue now if you have one of these el cheapo turntables that's putting down like 50 grams of pressure just to get Mm. into the grooves Okay. It might be doing damage after three or four plays, you <laughs> know, Duke one. <laughs> you know, right. You gotta be, you have to understand <laughs> what you're putting down on it and uh, how much force is being put into it. And, uh, I mean, obviously you can go crazy with money to get the ultimate infidelity, but you don't need to spend more than a few hundred bucks for a turntable that will sound really good mm. and won't just totally gouge the records which is what I would suggest, but that was in, I remember that the beginning of the Patty Duke show when she goes and dances in front of the, it's not a, well, it's supposed to look like a mirror, but obviously it's her cousin because they're identical cousins, which was a great concept for a television show. Because they're cousins, identical cousins. I know it was actually a pretty good show. I've been watching Dobie Gillis again. Yeah. What? Dobie Gillis. Great show. I never saw that. I don't know how I missed that, but I, yeah there are pointy chicks that's his whole thing is he's looking for a girlfriend that's basically the whole show oh but like tuesday wells is in a bunch of the episodes yeah as uh it's and his best buddy is uh gilligan so that's Mm -hmm. where bob denver kind of got his start maynard g krebs yes okay yes which just absolutely i don't know they don't make television like that anymore well there's no television they're making that i watch i'll tell you that so yeah that's absolutely true we i had one more clip i don't know if you want to hear i mean i think yeah most people of course i want to hear have it. seen this um but this was just the most insane thing and i was trying to figure out what this says about the judicial system in this country because this is from the guy that went in and ran over all the people at the parade in uh. in wisconsin and he's representing himself yes always a wise move and he's insane Mm -hmm. and this is the judge trying to deal with him have i acted in dishonor you have disrupted these proceedings i have not disrupted these proceedings. sir can you pledge to me that when this jury comes back out that you will remain silent and not reference things like subject matter jurisdiction the court's oath of office, tacit agreements, or anything. Can you pledge that you will respect these proceedings and this jury by not interrupting? And again, I like that she's asking a yes, no question. 
And the answer he gives is. I didn't dishonor your honor. I will ask you one more time. Can you wait? Play? What did he say? Wait, wait, what did he say? Have I acted in dishonor? Okay. And it's like, he, he speaks like Joey kind of. Yeah. To be quiet, sir. Why should I, why should I have to make a pledge your honor? Have I acted in dishonor? Because under. Why should I have to make a pledge? Have I acted in dishonor? You're in a court of law, dumbass. And, you know, I don't well, know. What I want to know is this guy is so out of his fucking head that he, he uh, you know, killed six people. And it was tremendous. In- like, like 60 people injured. I mean, holy shit. He was really on a tear there. And she's talking to him and t- asking for pledges for, for a fucking head case. How does that? Ha- I can't even get that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And this is like, I get it. You have the right to, if you want to be your own lawyer, represent yourself. Bad idea. And if you are not abiding by the behavior of the court, I would have thought he would have been thrown out long ago, but they're trying to make every, because otherwise she would be racist. You know how a lot of people would run with this because of course it's a white female judge and it's the black guy and. Well, she really, she really shredded her own credibility. At one point, I saw a clip where he, uh, you know, he had some type of an outburst, and then she told him to quiet down. And then he just sat there and glared at her. Yeah. And she said, "You're scaring me. You're <laughs> glaring at me, and you're scaring me." You know, court adjourned. I'm thinking, lady, come on, what, what's wrong with you? You're, you said you're scaring me. Right at that point, somebody she said, "You know what, Cookie, you're out of here. Bring in another judge." Yeah, we don't You're need not, a we don't need a judge that judge that wants a safe space. Yeah, we don't need a Frady Cat judge. Get someone else in there. But this case is one we can point to from here on out when people go, guns, guns, guns are bad. It's the only thing you can kill a bunch of people with, and go, nope, mm. cars, cars, hammers. Yeah, we'll <laughs> that's that's kind of a one on one thing. Yeah, and better if well, everybody's in their underwear. Depending not on if you the saw reports. the wonderful Korean uh, horror movie, Old Boy. He no. took out oh dozens of guys with a hammer. He was great. Yeah. Now people can check that out. It's probably <laughs> streaming out. somewhere. Oh, it's a great movie. Loved it. Illinois versus Allen. I believe you've already forfeited your right to be here, but you can reclaim that as soon as you are willing to conduct yourself consistently with the decorum and respect inherent in these proceedings, which at this point in the proceedings are all I am doing is reading through the final jury instructions. I do not want that process interrupted by statements by you that are frankly misstatements of the law. If they're misstatements of the law, Your Honor, how come they haven't been proven for the record? And I'm asking, have All I right, keep refusing. I mean, I love the okay, roundabout question. You know, well, if it's, <laughs> then, then how come it hasn't been disproven for the record? Like, mm. I don't see if I were the judge, I would have just gone all Rambo on the guy by now. Of course. Just to answer the questions, I have given him an ample opportunity to do so. He has forfeited his right to be present for the reading of the jury instructions, and he is to be removed to the neighboring courtroom. We will be in recess until that takes place. Your Honor, have I I acted in dishonor? Have I acted in dishonor? Mm. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's not even like you watch too much Perry Mason. I've never heard any television like, but have I acted in dishonor? Probably. if he'd been smart, if he'd been smart, he would have represented himself for, let's say, you know, two thirds of this trial to show the world he was completely out of his fucking mind. Right. Then, then said, you know what? 
can I have an attorney now? He'd have, he'd have gotten off for being a nut easily. Right? Yes. Well, can you is, do that? Can you, do you have to stay the course or can you at some point say, you know what? I think I, I, I want to bring a professional into this. No, I think they could have. I, I do. Yeah. What a fuck up. And it's an interesting concept because <laughs> this goes right back to, well, the criminal isn't responsible for what they do. And the insanity things the same way, because then it'll be, well, you know, we can't, we can't incarcerate this poor guy, Larry. He's insane. Yes. He didn't, you know, do this of his own free will. He was insane. So how dare we put him behind bars? Let's just give him another car. There you go. You know, I Something don't nice. Right. I don't understand this concept, which is now the thread that has run through every last little bit of the show, which is you're not responsible. It's somebody else that's responsible. Give him a Tesla and set it permanently on self-drive. Then we'll all be safe. (laughs) No, we won't do the driving. (laughs) I tell you now that works in small little areas, but yeah, not in, uh, but this is the exact case you want to point to when anybody's like, oh, no, if we just got rid of guns, there would never be any mass killings. It's like, well, this was, as you said, I think six people dead, like 60 injured. Mm-hmm. And it all happened in the blink of an eye within like 30, 60 seconds, I think. I mean, it was it was, it was it was once, you know, in there and done. This wasn't uh, a long drawn out thing. It was horrible, but there was. There was no way to stop it. Just like there's no way to get guns off the streets of Chicago. You have to deal with the hand that you're dealt. And the best possible thing you could do is hold those that are responsible for crimes. Hold them responsible for the said crimes. I know that's a crazy idea. You're nuts. (laughs) People have said so. (laughs) People have said so. And I can't really, I can't make the case again. So... (laughs) There's that, but we'll see what goes on next week. You got to get on Team Soros, Darren. <laughs> I tell you, the, what, there was a clip, and it was not worthy of clipping because the audio was horrible. But there was a clip of Schumer from New York with Biden on the tarmac somewhere. Where oh, I saw that. The, yeah. Right. Now, you saw the mic caught him telling Biden that, yeah, there's some of these races that were a little close. Did you notice? Schumer's body language talking to Biden. And I really highly recommend anybody go and look for this. No. And thank you for pointing that. Cause I was so focused on trying to get the audio. Cause I think the quote was, he said, we're in trouble in Georgia. I think yes. that was it. I think but it was I, the Herschel I, I, I was Walker so, thing. Uh, yeah. I was so focused on the audio. I didn't. So what's the deal with his body language? He's like looking down. It's like he's standing in front of the Pope. It is really? very weird. Or like he's standing in front of, you know, the queen mum, it's he's it, obsequious, uh, very much so. And coming from Chuck Schumer, I was like, this doesn't that's it's it was it was very odd hmm. because you would think Schumer at this point in his career would be like, fuck this Biden guy. I'm, I'm with it. He's not. And yeah. I mean, he was really just very much, as you said, in in awe or what i don't it was very bizarre just the way he Mm. would like tilt his head down kind of like not looking directly at it was very weird Mm. they're all weird yeah well that they are they really are so next week on uh election day we'll be doing the show live so it'll be a day late if you're getting it in your podcast player it's gonna be fun we won't have any results but we'll sure have a plethora of polling that has been done right up to the point. And if we all remember, all the polls are usually crap. Yes, they are. So that could be the game we can play 
next Tuesday or yeah, next week on Tuesday would be which polls do we believe we can we can yeah. pull out a few of those close races. There's still seemingly a hope for a governor change going Republican in both your ex home of New York and here in Illinois. I know, but nobody even knows who the opponent, the candidate, the opposition candidate is in California. It's that much of a lock. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You're not getting rid of Captain Hair Gel. No, 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 no. He is sticking around. No question about it. And people are actually saying that uh, Hochul could get flipped by whoever's run against her, which is like, really? I believe that when I see it. Yeah, all of it is. It is all. We will believe it when we see it. But we hope you tune in for that. We are a value for value podcast. Indeed. Which means we put the shows out there. They're not behind a paywall. If you've gotten any value out of them whatsoever, you can go over to planetrage.show slash donate. Use the donate button for a one-time or monthly donation. There's crypto addresses, P.O. box addresses, all sorts of fun ways. And if you're on a podcasting 2.0 app, you can send us a boostagram or boost and all that kind of stuff. It's all fun. Go check that out. I knew it was going to be a slow week because we we revolve in the same ecosystem as the no agenda show who is celebrating like milestone after milestone after milestone. Yes. With 15 years the other day and the next episode on Thursday will be episode number 1500. I can't even imagine incredible 1500 episodes. So a lot of the value is going to celebrate that. I think should. Yes. Sure. That's the reason we're here is because of this little podcasting thing that Adam Curry and a cast of thousands have created and pushed to the point where you could do all sorts of cool things mm-hmm. with transcripts and chapters and sending the cryptocurrency to the shows that you like. And we do have one person to thank for today. And we are so lucky that CSB is still around. Ah, oh, CSB. Thank you. He's the guy. He's the one. The guy. He is solid, and he says he, he doesn't like the other shows because Bemrose and Gene, and I'm like, that's fine. We all like Larry, so you just come out over here, CSB. And he, I was kind of disappointed. He's like, you won't be getting any more that were written by me because Gregory William Forsyth Foreman's going to start writing them, and I'm like, no, screw Gregory William Forsyth Foreman. Oh, my God. I'm like, your boostograms are better, CSB, because they have your personality. He's like, but whiff is a a um a, what do you call it what's the word i'm like he's a uh, native english speaker mm. i'm like that's not doesn't matter nobody wants native english speakers we want personality well, well Gwiff has uh, enlisted me um to sing some type of uh no agenda um gitmo nation anthem Nice. Doing a Johnny Cash impression, so I, I got to get busy on that. Oh, well, um, you do Johnny so. pretty, you do Sinatra pretty well too. Yes. Well, well, thank you. So we'll. You can go, can I have you, no idea. I better get busy. Them? So I want to. I guess I have to have it ready by Thursday. So. Uh oh. Yeah. I mean, now the question Uh-oh. is, can you go back and forth between Sinatra and Johnny Cash without? Uh, without no, losing. I go back and forth between between Johnny and Tiny Tim. That's the span that I. Do. <laughs> exactly. Very good. That's very, maybe you should just do that. Yes, he can hit the <laughs> yeah, he can hit the uh, he hit those high notes. He and, did, and they are there. But uh, CSB came in with fifteen thousand and thirty three sats. That is the CSB donation. He says, "Howdy, Larry and Darren. Please enter AI dot cooking in your web browser or 
in your podcast player app to listen to British voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent, UK. Wait, I mean, he wants to be that full-time actor, though, CSB. I want to hear if Gwiff can do an American accent. Maybe he can do an Australian accent. Can he sound like Bill Gates, for instance? Can he do Bill Gates better than Cold mm. Acid does mm. over at the uh, Rare Encounter podcast? I want to know. We he needs know. inquiring he, minds want to know right i mean yeah. if he, he is english so of course he's going to sound english but we want him to sound he's an actor let's hear let's hear the range that Gwiff can pull out and csb says not that it's important but my cartoons can be found at www.csb.lol stay safe with saint patrick yo well we're a little early for saint patrick day, a little bit early yes but we I mean that's something to look forward to i mean after christmas always after christmas we go into saint patrick's day which i mean i guess that will be a that will be one hell of a week for planet rage i mean because we are the irish uh at least csb thinks we're like big time uh i know march 17th that'll be a friday i mean maybe we'll have to do a god (laughs) oh you're right that just hit me saint patrick's day on a friday friday Uh uh-huh good yeah next year everybody get uh get ready for uh get ready for the fun but thank you csb and we hope everybody enjoys the show we appreciate you giving us your time to listen to the show and if you have the ability to do so show some value back we get it joey is pushing you to not even buy the quality raisin brand he wants you to go buy the store brand brand x get brand x that's that's the only way you'll be able to afford living in joey's america because if you go start buying the cheaper stuff and be happy and nothing, about it and nothing packaged loose chopped meat loose eggs oh. loose spaghetti all that and tomato sauce you know you want to just bring your own baggie they'll dollop oh, it out from, from a from a you know a big big soup tureen for you yeah well, see, I, I was always <laughs> always freaked out by because i don't know if they're still i would doubt it but i haven't been into a grocery store where i've paid attention recently but back before COVID, there were at almost every grocery store you went to, like there was potato salad there for you to like scoop into your own containers and stuff like that. And I'm just like, no. Yes. That's, that's one of the upsides of COVID. Uh, no, no more of that shit. No, I no more salad bars and restaurants. You know, I always laughed at the sneeze, the sneeze shield over right. the salad bar. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's keeping yeah. the plague out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was surprised when we went, had to go to Target the other day. Because we're while we were at my parents' house, this was actually something going wrong at the right time. We were literally getting up to leave. And my wife goes, what's beeping? And we went downstairs and the, the little uh, inter- uninterruptible power supply that their television modem, which also then does the telephone i guess finally died oh and it died a horrible death where it wouldn't even function as just a glorified power strip mm-hmm. so we had to go get a glorified power strip while i order a new uh ups from costco seems to have the best pricing on that if anybody's looking for one okay how much does one of those things cost they're about 150 bucks for the ones with the battery backup okay well we wanted to try to go to walmart and there were the traffic. I mean, it was horrible. Like the traffic wasn't even getting through. Then we realized when we got to Walmart and walked up to the front and there were a bunch of ladies in front, like power's out. Like, oh, geez, really? The power's <laughs> out. 
we got to get out of here because they're going to be looting soon. If the power, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> oh, can you imagine being in a Walmart on a oh, uh, no, 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 no Saturday night and the power goes out? Yeah, they don't want to be anywhere near that. So we went back to Target and they didn't even have one with the battery, which is fine. But I just got a glorified uh, power strip that'll do the job. But I was surprised that the Target cashiers are still behind plexiglass. Mm-hmm. And there oh, was yeah. like a sign there like, let me know if you're having trouble hearing me because of the plexiglass. So what will they then break into American sign? What, what is, what's, what's the fix for that? I don't know, but I'm like thinking if I was one of these guys that did the quirky YouTube videos, I would be like walking up going, I can't hear you. And no matter how loudly they screamed, I would still yes. be just going, oh, yeah. can't hear you. Don't yeah. I know I can't hear you. The glass. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's it? The fact that people still think that's doing something and the amount of people that were still masked it's up. Unbelievable. It's simply unbelievable. Yeah. And I know it may be a totally racist thing to point out, but the oddity was it was mainly the Hispanic and black folks that were masked up. Really? And I don't know why that would be. Hmm. I mean, I don't know where the narrative's getting like that. The masks are still working and I'm not saying there wasn't a, you know, a stray white guy every now and then wearing a mask, but overall it was like, that's a little weird. I mean, I guess it all depends where you're getting your news and everything. I don't know. But I thought it was odd because I thought the whole mask thing was disproven by now. Apparently not. And North has the um, you know, the vaccine thing been disproven. I mean, Joey's still flogging it as hard as he can. I see tweets from him all the time. Get a boost now. Now's a good time to get a boost. They're free. No, they're not free. <laughs> <laughs> they don't work for shit. But if you want to get one, go ahead and get one. You know, um, yeah, they're still they're still beating that horse. So, well, yeah, the amount of and people, by, and by the way, I liked your, um, your summation of your, your Vax experience and your most recent random thoughts as R-A-N-D-U-M-B, um, where you wisely chose the Johnson and Johnson and, uh, yeah, it's become a shit show and remains to be seen just how, uh, <laughs> yes. what the ripple effect of this will be. Well, wow. yeah, cause I can't tell you that Johnson and Johnson did anything to make me any less ill once I got that virus. No. And that's utterly unprovable. And they still, they're still claiming that it's completely unprovable because everybody's different. The reactions, the resistance, their level of health is that's a total fucking bullshit supposition that it makes you less sick. Yeah. And there's enough people that have been totally up to date, whatever they want to call it with, (laughs) you know, I got the original, I got the second dose, I got the two boosters or the three boosters and then still get fairly ill. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's doing nothing, right? Doing absolutely nothing except the MRNA stuff is no doubtedly causing heart issues. I don't know to what extent. I don't know if we ever will know, but there's plenty of folks in that 30 to 60 range. And I understand there have always, and it goes both ways because there are people that act like there's never been somebody between 30 and 60 who have otherwise looked like they were in good health and randomly died of a heart attack or stroke. That always mm-hmm. happened, but it does yeah. appear that it's more. Oh yeah. Definitely more, happening more. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And what's, what's really terrifying is the fucking gunk that the uh, embalmers are pulling out of corpses 
Oh yeah. Um, holy shit. You know, wow. and I want to know, cause I've never seen anything that showed, does this happen to people who were unvaccinated and got COVID? Because there's mm-hmm. been a lot of talk of, uh, having wheat problems. I know John C. Dvorak talked about him and his family having that. Yeah. I heard that a wheat, a wheat allergy. Yeah. That was fascinating. Our buddy, Jay Finley, who uh, listens to a lot of these shows, he said this, he had COVID and then now is having trouble with wheat, not to the same extent, but uh, like, this is weird that your body is changing mm-hmm. in the way that it processes things. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's more credence to the, the a bioweapon. So it didn't kill you on the first go around. Right. It's going to make you allergic to, uh, you know, seven tenths of the world's food supply. So we'll starve you to death. Well, it is one way <laughs> to make everybody uh, lighten up a little bit and uh, you'll be, you'll be skinnier. Maybe. But you can't fat shame. And we didn't even mention that, that Taylor Swift, at least on Apple, they pulled an image from a video that showed her getting on a scale, or I don't know if it was her or if it was another girl in the video, getting on the scale and it going up to whatever number. And then the word just fat came up. Oh, and I guess that was problematic for problematic. the Ooh, And I'm like, okay, so we're at the point that an artist can't make the point about fat shaming by using the word fat right it's a great world we live in isn't it isn't it fucking incredible it's well, why we're Joey's here world he said it's about to talk and it has to stop so it does which is why we're here and it has to stop right now but we'll stop. be back <laughs> next week on tuesday mark your calendars election day one o'clock no agenda stream or wherever you normally get your podcast just look for us a day late you know what's going to be on this that larry show this week I do not, but this, since today is Halloween, this was a Halloween episode entitled What Have They Done to Halloween? And they've really fucked it up. So have a listen at thatlarryshow.com. And what about, um, what do you got upcoming for um, um, Random Thoughts? I don't so, know. I'm still biting okay. my uh, cheek, so I'm assuming I'm going to call the dentist tomorrow, <laughs> and then there'll probably be a story by Wednesday. I just want that fixed. At least it'll hey, keep me I from eating too. candy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no Tootsie Rolls for you. No. Or maybe that would fix it. Well, remove all of your teeth without pliers. You know, that yep. shit. Just get rid of the crown and put a Tootsie Roll in there. <laughs> if, it's old, if it's an old enough one, it might hold up. Yeah. Uh, we will be back, everybody. Later. U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. Planet. It's a bird that works.